1: The Tampa Bay Lightning play Game 2 against the New York Islanders tonight. Why bother? This thing is over, right? And speaking of over, Kevin Cash is the manager of the year in Major League Baseball. Is he not? The Bucks are preparing for their season opener at New Orleans. How much will Leonard Fournette play? And USF opens Saturday against the Citadel. College football is back. We've got all of that and more to talk with Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 and May News 9. On this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. All right, the lovely and talented Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 and Bay News Nine joins us now. And uh, Chris, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they win Game One over the Islanders eight to two. So Game Two tonight, should we just crown them? Is it it's over? Right? I mean, we should just move on to the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, this is it. Stunning. I
0: think it was. I think it was after Braden points little uh, little move there. A minute in, I basically I, – I had predicted Lightning in six. When he made that move, I tweeted, never mind bolts and four. Um, so, uh, that was pretty much when I went, this series is going to go exactly the way the Lightning want. I'll tell you what, I was a little worried just, just from the standpoint of we saw the way they came out against the Bruins. I mean, that was about a period and a half of nothing. And, right. you know, you, you worry about the layoff. But this Lightning team came out – rocket out of a cannon. I mean, they were ready. So it was that's a really good sign. I think John Cooper's got his guys in a really good mindset, maybe a little refreshed, kind of having to immediately, you know, get themselves to a different location, maybe kinda of, maybe getting a little stale in Toronto. So that's always a positive. But yeah, man, I'll tell you what, the Islanders, I kind of thought they would be the easier team if if that series had ended with the Islanders winning against the Flyers. And I mean, so far, I mean, I think the Islanders are going to put up their best fight tonight. You know, I remember growing up, you know, 2000, I think it was the Devils and the Stars in the Stanley Cup final. And the the Devils just, I mean, Eddie Balfour was in net. And I think people who are a little bit older know that name. He got embarrassed 7-3 to three at Continental Arena in the Meadowlands. And the next game, he mm. was unstoppable. Like, they won a game like 2-1. to one. So... You know, they pull their goaltender the same way they pull Balfour. So you're going to see the Islanders with the most pride they've ever had. So this is mm-hmm. going to be a – this should be – I mean, it's going to be a better game, but it should be a really good game, just kind of judging how kind of hockey works.
1: Right. There's the ebb and flow to it, and, and you're right. pride's a good word. Um, uh, and, and I think fatigue, you know, obviously, you know, they, they had to play seven-game series. They traveled. The Lightning mm-hmm. didn't do that. John Cooper – you know, said that, I mean, almost in so many words said, look, we, you know, we had to win this game because those guys had so much more to overcome. And yet you hear all the cliches, right? Eight to two. Well, it doesn't matter because it's, it's, you're still just, it's one game. You can win one to nothing, eight to It's still just one game, but I got to believe, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you in that I think you're going to get their best shot. Um, certainly they were embarrassed and they don't want that to happen again, but, I got to think there's a little bit of doubt in their minds, like just are we even, you know, we they've seen the lightning during the regular season. But the way they're playing right now, I mm. wonder if the Islanders, after having that happen to them, if there's just a little bit of, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, what what did we just get into?
0: If it wasn't Barry Trotz, I think I feel the same way you do. But, you know, teams take on their coaches' personalities. I mean, yeah. John Torrey, with the Blue Jackets, it was Barry Trotz yep. a few years ago who, with a team down three two, said, "Screw it, let's 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 yeah. take it to him." So, you know, yep. we'll see. Um, I think great the Islanders are a really good team, and they've had to really kind of overcome having their own guys leave, have their own restructuring, and but you know what, Barry Trotz, Lula Morello, Go Friars. I mean, that you're talking about a real power structure there. So they've assembled the right team to get to this point. So you're right. I do think there is going to be a little bit of doubt, um, but I think it kind of quickly goes away because the great thing about the bubble is there's no, oh, there's, you know, morning skate, media session. There's no this, that. I mean, it's it's a lot easier to block this stuff out because of the way everything is set up. So I almost think it's That's to the true. advantage of, of the defeated right now to kind of say, hey, we can regroup. Don't worry about the last game because they don't have time to really focus on what everyone's saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Nikita Kucherov, we know he's a superstar, right? And uh, he's certainly proven it again in these playoffs. Does Brayden Point now put himself in at, at that elite, elite level that that only a postseason like the one he's having will, will propel you
0: to? Jeez, you know, we were talking about that. Uh, Catherine Smith, um, who we both know, she, you know, my colleague, she's absolutely tremendous. She kind of taken on this role with... Uh, the great Olivia Stacey, uh, you know, tending to her firstborn. Cat's uh, done stories on Andre <laughs> Pilat, Victor Hedman, and Brayden Point, because all three have had their moments. But every yes. time you think another person is going to step up, like a Kucherov who's been so consistent, it's Brayden yeah. Point. And Point is so good. he's I, I've never seen somebody who can just going along the boards, mm. skate right by you with all that speed and still have the ability to cut back in front of the net and get a powerful, meaningful shot off. It's not just some, mm-hmm. you know, doinker that he tries to put in. He's got so much ability. I, I'm so impressed with him at such a young age. This is his coming out party. And I'll tell you what, he doesn't have that stammer one-timer that Nikita, you know, Nikita will slide through the zone on a power play. If they had stammer yeah. doing that, I would say there's no shot anyone beats him. But now with point. He's he's really – you know what I like about him? When Kucheroff got hurt, when he stepped out of that game, Point was the one who became the anchor. Point kind of stepped up and said, I'm going to be the last guy up. I'm going to be the eyes. I'm going to make sure everyone's where they need to be. I'm going to be the assist man. I'm going to do whatever we need to do here. And it was kind of very mature of him. So Point's really grown up throughout these playoffs, and I just – I'll tell you what, as long as you have Point, as long as you have these other guys that are, and maybe that's where the, the genius of some of these five-year contracts, you know, way back, you know, with under Iserman, you know, kind of come into play because of the Johnsons, the Killorns, Um, you know, so I think a guy like Point has those veterans around him and, and he just gets to grow into this superstar. And when you got a guy like Nikita Kucherov, who is a superstar but doesn't always need to feel like one, it's it's just really doing wonders right now.
1: And again, I would I would say that uh, the reason the Lightning are where they're at and the best player on the ice is still their goaltender, and Andre Vasilevsky, <laughs> and he has played every game. No reason to think he wouldn't play every game at this point, right? You're only seven away from from hoisting the cup. Um, and so I still I still say that uh, you know he is still the, the singular reason. Even though I mean they did such a great. Job of remaking this team, right? They grind. They can yeah. play any way you want to. They can grind it out with you. Um, they have smart defensemen, guys that scored me the other day. Um, you know, Victor, watching Victor Hedman is is I, I just there just seems to be a feeling, and I don't I, I don't want to uh, uh, to tell Lightning fans that this is in the back but man, if ever let me say this, if ever John Cooper and the Lightning are going to win a Stanley Cup. Even if you look at the West, you're not really sure about Vegas and or Dallas. This has to be their best shot right here.
0: And whoever would have thought you'd say that without Stephen Stamkos? I mean, I, right? Yeah, right. It, it's it. But I'll tell you what. It seems that always happens. I remember a few years ago, it got to Game Seven in Pittsburgh, and Stammer comes back. And I remember a conversation. I think that was had. You know, uh, you know, certainly on our platform was. You know, is that going to help them really? You know, like I yeah. mean, because they've kind of built this rapport without someone. You know, there is a, yes. there is that whole, hey, we've got to move on here, and then you you kind of mm-hmm. jar everyone when you try and go back. So, right, you know, right. at this point, almost like this is the team; these are the guys. Let's just roll with who we have. So, we'll see. But yeah, this. <laughs> This is as good. A, this is as good a structure. And you mentioned Victor Hedman, who I think is turning into one of the all-time best defensemen we've ever seen, no and, doubt. Um, and then you know who I really like. You mentioned they've got great supporting guys, but guys like Pat Maroon, guys like Bogosian, mm-hmm. guys like Blake Coleman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they are just turned. They. I mean, there was a great. I think Bogosian slid one to Coleman, and he ends up in the net with the puck. I mean, you know, there, there's a hustle right. to this team. There's an old school mentality. Uh, that they finally um, hit on, right? Because they tried forever to get the guys from Pittsburgh or a guy from somewhere else, and you know they yeah. finally found the right pieces to come in from other organizations. And give credit to, to Julian Breesbaugh. He brought in some really key pieces.
1: I love hockey talk because if you watch enough of it, you always hear they need a little sandpaper. They got a little sandpaper, you know? Danny Uh-oh. Gord's got some sandpaper. So <laughs> I, I love that. Anybody use sandpaper anymore? I guess if you do wood stuff. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a carpenter anymore.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
1: Let's talk about the the Tampa Bay Bucks, the team that uh, that I spend most of my life with. Um, okay, so they've had the cuts, right? And uh, but before that, uh, here comes Leonard Fournette. Fournette. Now, you know, all we heard pretty much since last season was Rojo. Oh, Rojo, uh, it's his deal. It's his baby. Oh, has he improved? Rojo's out there. He's out there with Brady. He's catching balls at Berkeley. Rojo's put on weight. He's two twenty-eight. Rojo looks phenomenal. What explosion! Oh, by the way, here's Leonard Fournette, <laughs> and oh, Shady McCoy's coming in too. <laughs> am I am I missing something here, or, or is there is there a tell there somewhere? I mean, I know you want the the most depth you can get at that position. That's fine, but but what's really going on here? Do you think?
0: Uh, I think you've said this more than anyone. This is the most win now mode team we've ever seen. I mean, oh, no doubt. Like, this is Madden with the forced trades turned on. I mean, (laughs) this is everyone you want, go get. Like, there's no salary cap now. Yeah, you know, this is Um, the fantasy
1: football league with three guys, right? And you're fighting over. You know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Who do you want? Go take them. Lamar. Oh, what? You want, yeah. Oh my God. It's it's crazy because yeah, and you know what's crazy is that Bruce Arians still has the audacity to say, no, no, Rojo's our guy still. Yeah, he's your guy <laughs> Today, because Burnett right, Yeah. right now. Exactly. Yeah, he's your, he's your guy until you get home in a couple of weeks. Like you know, I think <laughs> No, but you know what? Here's the thing. I think there's this whole thing about just lighting a fire and I think what you're seeing from Bruce Arians almost is if you can't do the job, I got somebody who can, you know, like there's going to be this, you step yep. up, you like Rojo, we're going to throw a ball to you in the flats. If you let that ball slip through your fingers, like we've seen a couple of yep. times.
1: Yep. We got okay, some well,
0: shady's coming in. You know, yeah. there's, there's going to be this, this quick, you know, look over your shoulder. Someone else is willing to do the job. If you're not. And boy, does that sound like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the Patriots for the last well two. i was
1: got you 've nailed it because and tom brady has has he's been quoted saying this that if i don 't trust you, you can put a guy out there i 'm not throwing him the ball now that 's about as bad as you can say about any any uh professional football player that you know uh and and so there's got to be a little bit of this going on uh at the running back position where here comes Shady McCoy who's a natural pass mm-hmm. caster. Uh, Leonard Fournette, um, uh, Fournette, who you know is has done it right. I mean, that's the one thing that's you know, no matter what you think about Rojo's potential, and potential is a, a dangerous word in the NFL. The fact of the matter is, he really hasn't done anything, you know. Yeah. And 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 you know, I mean, not that a thousand yard season is you know something that's going to get you in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because it's sixty yards a game, mm-hmm. and and you know, Fournette's has, but but. You know, Leonard said today when we talked to him or, or yesterday, he was saying, you know, look, I, I played for a team that I was all in it. The defense had to stop. You know, I'm placing yeah. eight and nine-man fronts every game. Give me a couple carries when you got five eligible all spread out all over the field and let me run through that. You know, I, I just think that it's going to take a while because he doesn't know the playbook and he doesn't. But in my mind, and I said this on, on your station, um, that, you know, it would seem to me that if you're the best short yard yardage guy, if you're the best probably receiver um, outside of maybe Shady, but you've caught seventy six balls. If you're the best, um, you know power power runner and goal line guy, it just seems to me like you're going to be on the field the most.
0: You know? Yeah, I, here's the thing: when Fournette is on, when he's you know, because I mean we've heard different things come out of Jacksonville. I know Tom Coffee.
1: Oh did. yeah, malcontent, all that. Yeah.
0: He's a cancer, you know, which is just what a word right. to use. But um, yeah, right. when he's on, he's, to me, he's up there with the Zekes, the Barclays. Um, you know, he's 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 as good as a lot of these top running backs, you know. And I dare I say, he's got a different attitude. He's got a real ability to yeah, take the hits. But he's also mm-hmm. got the ability to, to get by you and, and, and make you eat his dust. So it's – he's yeah. a real – I mean, listen – I think I've seen you tweet. I've seen Greg tweet. I've seen a lot of people. How many times you get a 25-year-old like this? I mean, it's right, just happening right. every day. So right, I think right. you're right. I feel bad for Ronald Jones in the sense that I know he worked really hard with Jameis. I know he wanted to be that kind of I'm your safety net, throw the ball to me. I can promise you Tom Brady will throw that ball to, to his running back a lot.
1: Yeah, he he will well.
0: do it, and he's – I mean, to me, you know, and I think you almost want to see, I think Patriot Bucks fans should be treated to the to a Tom Brady twenty his own starting at his own twenty down the field, eighty yard, twelve play drive. They need to be treated to that, not the Ryan Fitzpatrick or you know, Jameis Winston bombing it out to Evans or whoever was there when Fitzpatrick was there. It's they should see what Brady is all about because then they'll understand. Why Fournette is here? Why McCoy is here? Why Gronk was brought out of retirement? There's, mm-hmm. there's so many moving parts to the Tom Brady run offense that I think that's where you'll get an appreciation for for why they have everyone that they have and why Brady's not going to be denied if if Evans gets hurt or someone has a COVID test. We're fine. We've got the next man up type mentality, so it's going to be very interesting to see. But yeah, none more so than that running back position.
1: Yeah, and I think you're right about throwing it to running backs. I mean, I, a lot of people have asked, you know, if it's BA's offense, how can he fit in it and, and 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 BA has said this and I think people need to start start like taking it to heart. It's like, look, he's got the football. <laughs> yeah. So, at the end of the day, Tom Brady's going to throw it where he wants to throw it. And he may he may miss, turn down some throws down the field, he may miss some guys that BA would prefer. That happens in practice all the time, but He's gonna do what he's been doing. you can call it anything you want, right? Yeah. Um I can order steak in Chinese if they taught me how to do it. It's I'm still getting a damn steak. Um That's true. so You're still ordering you know, it the
0: way you want, yeah. So. Exactly.
1: So I, I just think that it's it's gonna it's gonna look a lot like what Tom did anywhere, but he's got better players. You know, and, well, and Cornette finally easier.
0: has a quarterback apparently. So.
1: Ooh. Oh. That best thing. How'd, that, that, how'd that, that feel, Blake Portals?
0: That upset more people in Orlando in a long time. And I, I, I
1: couldn't believe there. it, dude. I, I couldn't right believe there. the reaction. And, and you're right. It's the central floor. Cause I was like, wait a minute. They didn't like him that much in Jacksonville. Where'd all yeah. these people come from?
0: The Blake portals, raise your portals, Rick. He's amazing. <laughs> he took us to a fiesta bowl. <laughs> <laughs> on, you know, so
1: that's your UCF announcement yeah. for the night. Um, Okay, well, uh, so we've we've talked a little lightning, we've talked a, a little bucks. So I'll just hit really quickly on the Rays, uh, getting a little uh, some better pitching against them in Washington. But uh, this team's still rolling on. It looks like it looks. I mean, you know what's weird about this year? I was saying this to Steve. It's like they just started and now they're done. You know, yeah, I've never it's seen kind of
0: anything. Up, yeah.
1: There was no middle here. It was start <laughs> and finish.
0: It's it's kind of cool. It's it's been interesting. I'll tell you what though. It's been much needed, um, I think, for everyone. You know, it's almost like it's been just enough of a baseball fix to yeah, where yeah. by the time they start playing the – you know, when they get to their baseball bubble or whatever they're doing, you're going to yeah. kind of be like, all right, I had enough.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Like, I'm good. I don't have to worry about this, you know, July through much of longer August crap. You know, turn on a yeah. game and go, wait, when did we get this guy? You know, like I mm-hmm. think you just – you know, I, I think it'll be just enough for this year, and um, right. yeah, man. What the Rays have done with pitcher after pitcher going on the IL, having season-ending crazy. surgery, and you know, it's crazy to think that they have to worry about the Blue Jays instead of the Yankees now. Um, but right. yeah, the Rays are going to the playoffs. It's it's a wonderful thing, and you know, I, we talk so much about the job that John Cooper does, or you know, Bruce Arians being this guy, you know, this great coach and his motivator. I got. I got to go out and say Kevin Cash is the best manager coach that that Tampa has because what he's done with less throughout his what five six years it's unbelievable and um, I really think that they never get the credit they deserve and it really I think Kevin Cash more than anyone if he don't buy in then the twenty five man roster doesn't buy in so uh, Kevin Cash deserves manager of the year and, and he should be winning it running away.
1: Wow. Yeah, I can't say that I disagree. You got him over Cooper and Bruce Arians. That's impressive. That's a pretty good group right there.
0: I just think what he's done in with last, I mean, I'd love to yeah. see him with a Sam Coast and a Nikita Kucherov. I think that'd be Oh, no easy. kidding.
1: Yeah. That would be great. Now, nah, he's he's uh he's phenomenal and uh and they're having a great year and I don't know how far they come or how where this goes, but this is Tampa, so this would be the year that they would do it when no one can watch them, so. Damn right. Um <laughs> Finally, you're working on a story uh, about USF we'll get to in just a minute, but let's talk about the Bulls. We got college football. Oh, boy. And uh, USF and Citadel, that's going to be on Saturday night at uh, at Raymond James. It, it was moved. They moved it. I don't know why they moved it. I heard something about it being cooler at night, but, like,
0: Earth, mm, yeah.
1: there's no fans, so you're just helping the, you're helping the cadets there, aren't you?
0: It goes from, like, a obsessive hot. <laughs> to uh or oppressively hot to uh just hot so, right it's yeah, hot it, yeah, it's well hot. also i think the fact that that game you started at one and i mean even with i mean it's still going to be on commercials and everything so you're still yeah. looking at a possible thunderstorm rolling in at 3 yeah, there you go though. yeah i think that's yeah that's yeah. more the,
1: the deal yeah.
0: so uh I, right. I definitely hear them uh but yeah no seven o'clock i think um you know, Jeff, Jeff Scott's really been emphasizing the Citadel beat Georgia Tech last year in overtime. So, you know, this is the, this is the option. This is the, they can embarrass you if you're not, you know, quick, but, uh, yeah, I think it'll be better for everyone. Nice night game. I don't know. For some reason, if you're not going to have fans, the night game, I think is the better way to go. Um, mm-hmm. when I watched the the great central Arkansas Austin pay game, I, uh, I didn't notice, you know, that there weren't – I think there were some fans, but I, I noticed that you don't really notice it that much when the lights are pretty bright and, when you know, kind of everything. Yeah. Up, so.
1: yeah, it's a good point. So, um, and then after the Citadel, of course, they go – they play Notre Dame, which I is can't no small go. thing.
0: I just, I'm so no? annoyed. I'm so annoyed I can't be there. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I mean, yeah, touchdown Jesus, oh. South Bend, come on.
0: Yeah, I gotta, you know, I, I don't know why. I guess I did something right. I mean, for the second time, I'm a best man in a wedding that day, so... You oh, know, wow. I mean, yeah, I, I guess, so, but... Uh, now, I'd is rather... this part of
1: that TV show that you watch all the time? Is, 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 no, like the, no, uh... I didn't,
0: no, no, no. That's, those write-ins are still coming in, though, but uh, no, we, uh, <laughs> this is a real friend. This is a real person that I've known for most of my life, okay. and, uh, you know, all there's. Right. I think there's there's no one else I'd rather stand next to um, like that. And uh, he'll stand next to me whenever that fateful day comes for me. And uh, he'll yeah. hold me up. So, uh, you know. But, yeah, no, yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. So I'm excited. but
1: <clears throat> Well, that's good that you're a best man. And um, I would just <laughs> say that, uh, yeah, you need to stand there for him and and um, make sure he knows what he's getting into. But, uh, yeah, if it's uh, if it's right, it's right. So it's wedding yeah. season. Wedding season. <laughs>
0: sweating season
1: <laughs>
0: a couple of them are cash bar i love where your head's at okay
1: that's right we're a folk singing band from utah yes we are okay um so now tell me about this story because you have uh you know college football don't know if you heard this the big Ten's not playing neither is a pac 12 and i still can't figure out for the life of me chris and i don't want to get into the politics of this but there is some of that but um why, why everyone isn't playing or everyone is. I mean, I, I would think that certain doctors should share with everyone that they, what they know and, um, you know, and, and maybe come up, uh, you know, and that's, of course, the, the big void, right, in, in college sports is that there is no governing, you know, you know, commissioner, so to speak. But be that as it may, um, USF has done some things over there, and you got a story on this, uh, that has made everybody feel pretty comfortable about what's going on.
0: Oh, man, I had a chance to talk with uh, with Dean Snead over at USF Health and pharmacy and, you know, just talking with him the other day. I mean, he's you talk about a confident person who, you know, I said, you know, oh, you're ramping up to two, three tests. And he goes, we've been doing that He goes, we're just now we're telling you (laughs) like like we've been doing that with all the student athletes. Like it's not just football. Oh, that's great. This is, you know, they're, and I asked them what type of testing. So, you know, they're testing three times a week right now. And and it's really been, uh, been good because, you know, they they get the test results back probably within a couple hours. They're able to walk them over to to a coach and say, here you go. And, you know, Hey, we got to quarantine this person, or we got to keep an eye on this. And it's, it puts so much comfort. You know, Jeff Scott was mentioning that he talks with other coaches in the American. Sometimes it takes two to three hours just to get through the testing process, then you gotta go start the the processing of getting those done. And that can oh, wow. really hold your day up. And um, mm-hmm. you know, Scott's like, no, we we do it, we get it done. And you know, the players, you know, I talked, you know, talked to KJ Sales about it, and he was like, I've never felt more comfortable. So um yeah. you know it's it's a really and they're they're not doing like that Q tip all the way to your back of your nose. They're doing a more kind of front of your nose. But they mm-hmm. were talking about the saliva direct, which I think we all kind of went. You know, we saw what Yale and the NBA has done. Uh, those yeah. are coming any day, and I said any day. He goes, it really could arrive tomorrow. Like you know, like wow. it's it's wow. that they're on the they're edge. That, That's great. They're that quick. You wow, know? so it's, it's incredible. What you, U.S.F. Health? I don't think people understand. U.S.F. Health is one of the best, and mm. it's a great teaching hospital and uh, there's a lot of crossover between student athletes and the staff as well as the training staff. So they're intertwined, they're in sync, and I think it's an important story for people to watch before the football game. It's going to air Friday night and then uh, during the day Saturday. So um, kind of a good kind of reminder of just what's been done. And one more thing, USF Health is going to have about two or three real good research articles that they're just going to hand out. They say, we don't care, it'll be done by the end of the year, they want the Big Ten to have it. They want the Pac-12 Absolutely. and everyone else to have it. They really feel that the teams that are playing trusted the medical staffs, and they, and in some ways you had to guess it a little bit, you know, because we didn't mm. have all this research and information. And so they felt like because of their trust with the team and the trust that they put into USF Health, that's one of the big reasons why the Bulls feel like they're ready to go Saturday.
1: It's oh, great news, and it's, it's great that it can be done and hopefully – like you said, everybody will find a way to do it and do it safely. And, um, you know, college is certainly different than the pros. And um, we're about to tackle the NFL season, and I'm getting tested every day. I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of testing they do. Um, and, and it's a little different. You're not on a college campus, but um, it is possible. And uh, I know they're going to have an NFL season. I hope that everyone can, uh, can stay safe. So check that out on mm-hmm. uh, Spectrum Sports 360 and Bay News 9. The great Chris Torello. And he joins us here uh, every other week or so. Chris, thanks so much, buddy. We appreciate it.
0: All right, thanks.
1: My thanks to Chris. Tonight, of course, it's game two, the Lightning and the Islanders. The Rays are off, but then they begin their series against the Boston Red Sox. And we'll have more on the Bucks just a day away from talking with Tom Brady about his meeting on Sunday against Drew Brees. Pretty interesting series between those two over their careers. Number one and two in passing yards and touchdowns. Amazing. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.